0: So when I was in boarding school, I was nine years old. There was a math teacher that I really liked. And his name was Monsieur Sayenko. He was French. And I was his like favorite kid. And whenever we would go anywhere, like to play soccer or to go to the movies or on any kind of trip, he would always hold my hand. Like, I got to hold his hand. It was like kind of a, a position of honor. And it was always mine. And also my friend Jan would holds the other hand. The two of us, we were best friends. We were like the two teacher's pets. And after boarding school ended, when I was 11, he wrote to my parents and said he wanted to invite my sister and I to spend the summer with him at his home outside of Paris. And he invited us to go with him to Corsica to go camping on the beach and to also take a horse-drawn carriage trip across France And my parents were like, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah. So my sister and I went. And we did this every summer. We would go with him and we would travel around France and Corsica. And once it was a houseboat, once it was a horse-drawn caravan, every summer there was sailing and water skiing and snorkeling. And it was idyllic. But as I got older, it got weirder. and he was this weird guy. He was single. He lived alone. He was pretty maladjusted, really. And he only seemed to be able to relate to kids. And I remember he was really into touching. And he used to say, like, people don't touch enough. And it's a really important thing to do. And there was a lot of touching that happened. And, you know, I know now everyone would be like, well, he was obviously a child molester. But it was never sexual. But it was weird. And... As I was getting older and sort of entering puberty, he became less and less interested in me, and I became less interested in him. And I remember he had like all these spy novels in his bathroom, and some of them had like sex scenes in them. And I used to kind of like peruse the spy novels for sex scenes. And when I would find one, I would sort of read it and and masturbate to it. And... I remember I was climbing on his shelves because they were kind of high up in the bathroom. And once I pulled too hard on the shelf and it broke and all the books fell off and the shelving broke and he became less and less friendly. And then when I was about 15, maybe, the invitation for the following summer did not come. And before that it happened, like I was spending less and less time with him and I was spending more and more time just sort of like exploring the environs of Paris on my own or like, making friends in the neighborhood. And it was like I was outgrowing him. And we had less and less to talk about. And his kind of like whole way of speaking really fit like a 10-year-old, not a 15-year-old. And when I was in college, I went backpacking through Europe. And I stopped at his house with some friends and spent the night there. And he was taking care of some little kids, three girls. And they were all about eight, nine, 10-ish. And his job was taking care of his kids. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, he just likes little kids. He doesn't like older kids. And I tried to talk to him, and, you know, I, I had a lot of fond feelings for him. But he seemed to have no fondness for me. And it seemed to resent that I was staying there and was very unfriendly. And I remember thinking, like, wow. It's almost like he feels... Betrayed that I grew up. And I remember I had a dream once. And in the dream, he was mad at me and my sister. And he sang this song, which was based on the Beatles song. And it was, You let me down. You and your sister. You let me down. And I think the Beatles song is like, Don't bring me down. But... I tried again to see him years later, and I went to the house where I'd spent many summers, and the person who answered the door said that he had died.